All right, this is Donnie Murphy. Drive the uh, Outlaw 80 Pink Bar from Indianapolis, Indiana. Check us out at the Indianapolis Speed Drum this year. We're running the Sports Drum as well. And you're listening to E's and B's podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, buddy. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's Bacon and Eggs Approaching Sports Podcast. And I'm your host. for you today with special guest, the Beast, Donnie Murphy, plus Super Bowl results, NBA All-Star Weekend Preview, NASCAR No Prep and Short Track Talk, College Basketball Top 10, and you guessed it, some wrestling. You're listening to the best breakfast wrestling Sports podcast on your Fridays. It's the E's and B's podcast. Tell Mr. Dennett that Ricky Bobby is my best friend. And it's shaking big time. Look, Cal, I don't like the way you're talking out there. and gravy ready to serve you but first up you know the drill let's crack them eggs and get to the sunny side 
like D. Ron might have had a shot to make the grab, but the Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Do not even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. There you have it. Super Bowl 56 in the books last Sunday. And what a way to top off a fantastic season. Uh, I've been saying it for the last couple weeks. These playoffs have been just outstanding games. And what another great one as we end the Super Bowl there on Sunday with your Los Angeles Rams knocking off the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to And boy, oh boy, if you remember last week, I called it, folks. I said 26-20 Rams. I was all so close, uh, almost hitting the jackpot there. But a great game all the way around. Uh, it looks like this stage just a little bit too bright for old Macaulay Culkin, Marvin Harry, and the Bengals. But in the end, Cooper Cup becoming the Super Bowl 56 MVP. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. And as we all know, the other great story coming out of the Super Bowl, Matt Stafford finally getting the ring. And, of course, the other talk is Aaron Donald maybe possibly retiring now that he's finally got that ring around his finger. We'll definitely keep our eyes and ears to the ground. I mean, I don't know how you could go out like that. It's definitely on top, but you have not been here very long, and I think that you would kind of be hungry for some more, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, you know, just a great game all the way around. I cannot wait to see what goes down here in the offseason. As we know, a lot of players moving around and a lot of big stories to keep your eyes peeled back for. We'll have all the good news right here on the E's and B's. Let's switch it straight over to the basketball court. That's right, going down this weekend, it is... All-Star time, NBA All-Star there in Cleveland. Of course, you know, the festivities kicking off with the celebrity game tonight, starting off at whatever time there, Eastern. And then, of course, tomorrow night, the big night, the night that I like the most growing up as a kid. That's right, folks. It's the skills challenge, the three-point contest, and the dunk competition going down tomorrow night there in Cleveland. Let's talk about who is in the three-point contest. How about C.J. McCollum? Then we got Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Vliet, Luke Kennard, and Patty Mills will all will be shooting from behind the arc trying to knock down the money ball and see who will be the 2022 three-point champion, folks. I got to tell you, I'm going to have to put my money on Trey Young if he gets hot. I think he will walk away with this year's contest. But it's going to be very interesting to see how Carl Anthony Towns plays in this contest. As we know, he's a, he's a big man. He's uh, supposed to be down underneath the, the hoop. But we'll see if he can maybe uh, shock the world and become a uh, one of the first big men three-point champions. Let's switch it over there to the dunk competition going down. And I got to say, it's not the same kind of style dunk t competition that we're used to. Of course, at least not me as uh, growing up. I've seen some of the greatest like Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan going head to head. And then as I got a little older, Vince Carter and of course, some of those greats. But 
going into Saturday, tomorrow night, we're only going to have four contestants as is. Looks like Cole Anthony, Juan Tosansa, Juan Anderson, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Green will be your four dunk contestants. Hopefully they can raise the roof, shock the world, and show us something we have not seen. Like I said, I'm pretty disappointed in this lineup. I just wish some of the big stars would, uh, you know, they get paid a lot of money. Why don't you uh, return the favor for us fans out there and get your asses in the dunk competition? That's what I think. That's just my opinion. But we'll see who has the best dunk after Saturday night. And then, of course, there on Sunday, 8 Eastern, it's going to be the All-Star Game. Team LaBust versus Team Curry. That's another thing I'm not a big fan of. I still wish it was the Western Conference versus the Eastern Conference. But uh, we all know the big stink going up around James Harden. Of course, just being traded here recently from the Nets to the 76ers. And, you know, it kind of seemed like he was the one nobody really wanted to draft, even though he is an All-Star. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing if it's going to be a 150 to 140 kind of game with no defense or if there's some defense in the house on Sunday. We'll give you guys all the updates, the winners and losers, right here on the E's and B's podcast. Keeping it in the hoops world, let's talk some college basketball top 10 going into this weekend. Like I said, folks, each and every week, this thing shakes up. There's a new number one about every two weeks, but... We are knocking on the door of conference tournament play just two weeks away. And then, of course, it's going to be who is in and who is out for the dance. But let's talk about the top 10 as it stands. Starting off at number 10, Villanova at 20 and 6. Number 9 is Puke at 22 and 4. Number 8 is a new one, Providence at 21 and 3. Number 7 is Baylor at 21 and 4. Number 6 is Kansas at 21 and 4. Number 5 is Persuck at 22 and 4. Number four is Kentucky at 21 and 5. Number three is Arizona at 22 and 2. Number two is Auburn at 23 and 2. And back on top, where they were at the beginning of the year, folks, it's the Gonzaga Bulldogs at 22 and 2. How long will they last? Like I said, folks, the curse has been about two weeks long here recently for the number one seeds. We'll keep a very close eye on it. And like I said, an even closer eye on those big games as the bubble teams are going to be nervous. Time's a ticking. We'll keep you updated right here on the E's and B's. Now it's time to switch gears. That's right. Get on that two-step and let's talk some racing. There you have it. Let's talk some racing. As you all know, America's greatest race starting this Sunday, there in Daytona, as NASCAR kicking off tonight with the truck race. Tomorrow, of course, Xfinity race and the Menards Arca race, where we'll be rooting on the number 35 machine of Greg Van Oss. We hope he uh, can make it all the way to the end this time and hopefully be the one that comes out on top. We'll definitely, like I said, be pulling very hard for him here at the E's and B's. But let's talk about Sunday's big race. As you know, Wednesday, they had the qualifying Session there at Daytona, the number five machine coming right back where he left off, and he is the pole setter for this year's Daytona 500. And uh, they had the of course the dual races just last night there in Daytona, setting up all the qualifying spots for your Sunday's race. And I gotta say, I'm pretty excited to see 
how it all shakes out with all 40 cars there on track. Make sure you guys stay tuned to the E's and B's YouTube page as we're going to have a Daytona 500 giveaway going down all weekend long. Make sure you guys follow all the rules in the YouTube page video to be eligible to win. But I got to say, folks, the people to keep your eyes on this year, there's a lot of youngsters in that field. And I'm going to be pulling for someone I thought had a very good chance to win their last or two weekends ago at the Clash. And that's the number eight machine of Tyler Reddick. But I'm also going to pull out one out of the hat and say one of the underdogs favorite in my eyes is going to be none other than the number 31 machine of Justin Haley. Uh, A new guy there in the Cup Series, but he's got a veteran crew chief and a veteran guy in his ear as his spotter. He's been around the game for a long time, Clint Boyer's old spotter. So it's going to be interesting as we'll see if there's any push and shove going into Sunday's race to determine who will come out on top, folks. Who do you guys got? Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast on your Fridays. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up in the racing talk. Let's switch it over to no prep. That's right, over on the street. A little bit of small tire action going down last weekend all across the nation. And, of course, if you keep up to date with our boy Limpy, he uh, gives you the weekly update each and every week and usually has a couple of those drivers on talking about their big wins. But here are some of the drivers that got big wins last weekend. How about Cody Cook, Trey Oliver, Cody Hoffman, and Steven Tyler, all four guys getting some wins across the nation. Congratulations. To all four of those guys from us here at the E's and B's podcast. Guys, make sure you stay tuned to Lempy's page there on YouTube or on Facebook. Follow all those people that I talk about each and every week if you want to keep up to date with all the no prep live action as their live feeds are popping off. And folks, I know this, there's going to be some Mexico action going down this weekend, so make sure you guys keep your eyes peeled. Uh, I know the SRC team's going to be heading south. Lempy's got some stuff going on. So we'll be keeping you guys up to date with all the big news coming out of this weekend right here on the E's and B's. Last thing I got before we get to our guest this week, it's got to do a little bit with something that's going on this week. That's right, Outlaw Figure Eights are back, as we talked about last weekend there in show, or excuse me, last weekend there at Showtime Speedway, a little fifty lap warm up race for three thousand dollars. Of course, Eddie Van Meter coming out on top. Congratulations to him. And his team, uh, what a way to start off the, the new season. But the story to talk about is what's going down this weekend, folks. Showtime Speedways, World Finals, Outlaw Figure Eights, $10,000 to win. And my guest, coming up next, we're going to talk all about it. What it takes to come out on top and what his thoughts are. Stay tuned, folks. It's the beast, number 80, Donnie Murphy. Coming up next, you're listening to the E's and B's Podcast.
right, fans, with us today, he is one of the baddest beasts next to Brock Lesnar and one of the most talented outlaw figure eight drivers coming to us from Indianapolis, Indiana, by way of Florida. It's the driver of the number 80 machine, the beast, Danny Murphy. Give me that better than Brock Lesnar. All right, how's it going, my man? Good, enjoying the sunshine, man. As we can see, uh, already there, been there for a little bit over a week, ready to go yeah. for the big race coming up tomorrow night, the world finals, figure eight going down at showtime. Speedway, Donnie, I'm so excited to talk to you today, and we thank you so much as you're an E's and B's veteran for coming back on the show to talk about the big $10,000 showdown tomorrow night and what you got up your sleeve for all them boys tomorrow. Are you ready to get into it today? Yes. Yep. All right, my man. Very excited. That's right. All right, Donnie, when I say World Finals Figure Eight Outlaws, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh, God. Um, dangerous, fast-ass cars. <laughs> Yeah, I held a show. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And as you know, we are uh, approaching, this will be the 10th running of the uh, World Finals there at Showtime Speedway. You're yet to be on that top of the chart there in Winner's Circle. We know what that, that's what you're striving for going into tomorrow night. But let's tell the fans a little bit of my listeners out there. Uh, obviously, you're there last weekend, a little short 50-lap race. Tell me, uh, Donnie, does that give you the advantage of everybody else that didn't race last weekend going into tomorrow night? Um, I, yeah, a little. I, I always say, like, a lot of these guys, you know, like Mark Tunney, he's, he's won, uh, you know, I think quite a bit, and he's got this track dialed down good. It doesn't matter what track he goes to, he's going to get his car dialed in. And uh, Unfortunately, I, I didn't think he can get off work and, uh, to run last Saturday, but um, I don't know about an advantage, but, like, I uh, like helped us. Obviously, we, we uh, broke our upper ball joint which would have, that would have been a big race coming up. That would have put us out. And uh, six laps in a race, we broke that ball joint. So hopefully you got that bad luck out of the way. And um, But I don't know about advantage or anything like that, but I think that a lot of guys have come down. I mean, I, I, we had over 20 cars, I think, last Saturday. And this Saturday, I think it's supposed to be probably 30. So uh, a lot of, you know, guys that's ran this track before, so they they know the setup. And, and I had a couple guys had motor problems, so that helped them. Because, uh, again, if it had been next Saturday, you, you're pretty much done. So. And this is a race you, you don't want to travel a thousand miles come down and be done in five, six laps. So Absolutely. Hopefully we get the bad luck out of the way. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about it before we came on air here. Definitely uh, good to get the bad juju out of the way. And, and I got to say, you know, I, I, you can't talk against it because getting a few extra laps at the beginning of the season, as you guys have had a little bit of a layoff, you know, it's got to be a little bit uh, better than not. And, and I got to say also, too, you can already know what that track's going to be feeling like tomorrow night when you strap in versus these guys that are going to be showing up coming tonight, you know, just getting on the track for the first time tomorrow. It's definitely going to be a good thing. And like you said, about 30 of the baddest outlaw figure eight drivers going to be down there at Showtime Speedway, folks. Do not miss out. I got to ask you, though, Donnie, how many times have you ran this Florida race? I believe this will be my fifth, fifth, uh, fifth try at it. Your fifth triad, and what's the best that you pulled off down there so far? 
Uh, I think an eighth. We was running fourth last year, I think, with a few laps to go, and we got spun. Um, and it broke the car, so I couldn't finish it. But I think the year before, I think we got an uh, eighth or a month. I can't remember. Gotcha. It wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good enough work to remember, I guess. Say that. <laughs> well, that's last year, the last time, and we'll definitely forget about that. I gotta say, uh, obviously coming off of last season, you definitely have momentum on your side, some very fast races there at the end of the year. Of course, everybody has bad luck here and there, but it looks like tomorrow you are gonna be one of the guys to look after. Let me ask you this, Donnie. What's it gonna take to get to the top and win that that race tomorrow? And, and be coming out on top of everybody when it's Hell, all knows, done. Man, the, the, the problem is, is you know, Yoho's an awesome promoter and things like that, but he'll tell you one thing, and when you get there 10 minutes for the race, he totally changes everything. So, you know, they say it's going to be 250 lap. You can change it to 150 lap. You got your car set up for the long run. And who knows? But if he stays up at 250 lap, I, I think it's going to be whoever's uh, the best at saving, uh, saving rubber um, because – 250 laps at that track that's a lot of laps man and um i think last year we ran i think 150 and you can see our car just slipping and sliding and so it just if he runs the 250 lap for man i i i would be surprised if there's more than 15 cars running at the end of that race well i hope there's more than that but it's definitely gonna Me be too. exciting let's switch gears a little bit Dari. i got a couple good questions to ask you of course you know here on the e's and b's we always like to change yep. it up and and throw you a curveball how about this Donnie, you could take me to any race this year, you know, NASCAR, dirt, uh, drag strip, figure eight, you name it. What race would you take me to? Uh, one I won last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, a three-hour, hands down. Uh, three hours is probably the, man, that's the most insane race, 90-minute race, three-hour and man, it's an insane race. And little 500 is another insane one, too. Absolutely. I can agree with you. I bid to both one of, you know, one of the most exciting races ever, each and every year, I should say, is the three hour race. Well, how about this, Donnie? You could have any superpower to man. What would you have and why? Well, I'd probably fly some my fat ass don't have to walk so much. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. And then last fun one I got for you here before we get back to some more racing talk. How about this? You could change yourself to be any pro athlete in the world at any point. Who would it be and why? And you're, you could be, you know, you're uh, going to be what they are right now. You got all their monies. You got everything they own, including all their drama, etc. Who would it be? This will probably why? this will probably surprise you. Uh, a lot of people probably don't know who it is, but as a child growing up, it's a big fan. I was a huge fan of their baseball player third played third base for us his name rather than chris sabo and uh you know he wasn't no like barry larkin or cal ripkin or anything like that but i loved him as a ball player on and off the field great player so i'd probably go with him nice nice i can agree uh a lot of people don't know too much about him but he is one of the most solid third basements ever out there in cincinnati that's for sure all right let me ask you this getting back to racing talk donnie as we know, the schedule's been posted for the Outlaw races this year. We got a big slate of some very, very interesting races. But I got to ask you, for all us fans out west, we got to know, what's it going to take to get any of those Indiana drivers to the Colorado National Speedway in September for their first annual Outlaw figure eight race? I ain't heard about it. Are they running it? Absolutely. When's it? September? That's the end of September, yep. Well, 
honestly, the main thing is going to be if how many cars survive that three hour. We're running September, you know, we run a three hour September. So I think that would be the biggest thing. Well, I know, but I heard, I, I don't, I haven't heard about it. It's, it's on the schedule. I'll, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you a little link. But what uh, I, the big, big topic, a lot of the townies and everybody's been talking, it's a three H track. So it's a wide track. It's a big track. And we're talking lots of speed. Uh, obviously, we know the danger in figure eight period, but we like uh, that's uh, one thing that just to see uh, a big crowd from the, you know, the East Coast coming out here to try it out for the first time would be amazing. I hope uh, you definitely get a chance to do that. And we'll definitely link up with you when you definitely come this way. But I got to ask you this with that aside. Donnie, what is your dream race to win? What is your dream race to win, to be in anything? Honestly, uh, I would say this one down here because my grandpa retired. You know, he grew up around uh, Sprint's own Sprint car race teams and cars, things like that. And never, and he retired in Tampa, Florida, and never like come down here. I would feel like if I could win this race, it would be for him. So, I, you know, a lot of people are like, wow, you wouldn't pick the three hour. No, I wouldn't. I would pick this race. And then I'd pick the three hour. But I want this race so bad. And I I think that's kind of hurt me in the past. I've tried a little too hard sometimes. I'm tired of the car and trying to get up there or stay up there and so it would, if I had to pick one to win, my uh, it would be one big one. It would be this one right here, Saturday. Awesome, awesome. I feel like the momentum's on your side. Things are lining up. We really, really are pulling for you here at the E's and B's. Before I let you go, I got just a couple more left, and then of course, as we always do here on the E's and B's, we'll turn it over to you, let you get your sponsors and promote yourself out there. But I got to know this: Are you running the full season there at Speedrome this year? You're going for uh-huh. the points. Probably not. Oh, Probably okay. not because again, I I got, uh, I got my son running and um, I got uh, my daughter Addison going to be coming back running again. And then I have my daughter Peyton will be the first time in junior fast cart. So I'm going to focus a little bit more on them. But we're definitely going to run, you know, uh, our, our share of races. Awesome. I know we'll definitely see you in all the big races, of course, and maybe here and there sprinkled throughout the season. But uh, one of my favorite things about the racing community, and you just spoke upon it. It's all about family first, uh, taking your shirt off, all that good stuff, all the great things that you always do for us and everybody else out there. And that's why we love it so much. That's why we bring you here on the E's and B's. Well, Donnie, before I let you go, I got to know, what does the future hold for the number 80 machine? Um, and like I said, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to, you know, run a few uh, races next year, but it, you know, I, I, I want a big race before I, if I say I would fully retire. I, I, I would like to get a big race under my belt before I said, okay, I'm going to hang it up. But I, it'll be a while before I think I'd fully retire once I get hurt or anything like that. But I want to, I'll run a lot of big races and I'll always run a great memorial race if I'm able to. But other than that, I'll just like to keep on having some fun, join the family and racing. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Well, we thank you so much for coming on. But before we let you go, how about you to get, uh, tell all my fans and listeners out there where they can follow you at. And uh, promote those sponsors that get you uh, where you're at today. Well, I'm pretty much just on. I mean, I, I'm on Facebook and I have an Instagram account under that. I think it's at dmurphy i yahoocom Sponsor wise, uh, Hoosier Water and Air, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, Clear Choice Restoration, um, uh, All American Barbershop, uh, All American Painting. Oh, every time I get put on a spot of my sponsors, I keep forgetting something. I know I'm going to get uh, um, Andy Shirley, uh, Snow Plowing, uh, 3D Construction. And, um, oh God, I'm going to think, I know I'm missing some and I'm going to feel bad for this, but that's all I can think of right now. Well, that's all right. They know who they are and they know what they mean to you. Well, Donnie, like I said, I think the momentum's on your side. I cannot wait to see how things shake down tomorrow night. World finals, outlaw figure eights. 
Showtime Speedway, folks. Do not miss it. It's going to be a great kickoff to the 2022 season. And we're going to be pulling for the number 80 machine. And until next time, it's the beast, Donnie Murphy. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, my man. Go get him. I'm getting on a boat. I'm going to get on a boat. Heck yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Man, oh man, what a great interview there with the beast, Donnie Murphy. Thank you so much for taking the time. Obviously, as you see, my man was down there in Florida getting ready to strap in. Of course, they'll be practicing tonight and then tomorrow, the big, big race, the World Finals. Outlaw figure eights, $10,000 to win. We're going to be pulling for my man Donnie. Hopefully we'll get him back on here. Heck, who knows? Maybe even next week to talk about the big win. And we'll also be pulling for our boys Mark and Ben Tunney and everybody else down there from Indy at the Showtime Speedway. It's going to be a good one, folks. Like uh, if you did not travel down to Florida, make sure you guys check out Low Budget TV. The race, the pay-per-view will be there tomorrow. Check it out. It's going to be a good one. Well, with that, folks, it's that time. It's everybody's favorite time. Let's get into some scrambled and talk some wrestling. All right, big weekend there in the wrestling world. As we all know, Elimination Chamber going down tomorrow there in Saudi Arabia for WWE. And I got to I got to say folks, this card is stacked. I mean stacked. Eight matches, all the big names on the card. Everybody traveling overseas. Of course, if you didn't know, tonight SmackDown is pre-taped. So what you see has already happened. These guys are already there getting ready to put on a big show for a big crowd there that pays big money. Obviously, that's why this show happens twice a year overseas. And this time, we're going to have to see... How things shake out. Here's what the fight card looks like. They're going to start off with Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. Got to say, folks, this might shock some. It might be a sleeper match of the night. Keep your eyes on that. Anytime Miz Miz don't have any storyline gimmick stuff attached to the matches, he usually puts on a decent display. And as we all know, Rey Mysterio, legend. So we'll keep an eye on that one. After that, they got Drew McIntyre taking on Mad Cat Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Who cares about that? I'm so burnt out on Drew. I'm sorry, Drew, but I just need to revamp or something on him. I'm burnt to the core on Drew McIntyre. After that, we got the Usos, the tag champs, taking on the Viking Raiders. Unbelievably, it's not New Day, but this should be a very interesting match as I can see the title switching hands. We'll keep our eyes on that one. After that, it's the Women's Elimination Chamber. With contestants none other than Rhea, Bianca, Liv, Dewdrop, and the special one that we thought was going to be Bailey ends up being Alexa Bliss, and last but not least, Nikki Cross, who will come out on top to have a match at WrestleMania for that Raw belt. And of course, we know later that night, Becky Lynch will be taking on Lita 
And I have to say, it would be shock the world news if Lita came out with the belt heading into Mania. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think there will be some antics between those two ladies and Becky Lynch will retain the title. Of course, the other women's match is going to be Ronda Rousey teaming up with Naomi as they will be going up against Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Of course, those four women all at each other's throats here recently. And if you haven't seen, they're on Twitter, on the social media outlets, the botch of the year so far on SmackDown as Ronda and Charlotte were having a signing we'll see tonight. And uh, it just didn't end well. So you guys got nothing to better to do. Go check out SmackDown tonight to see some botchamania going down between Charlotte and Ronda. All right, just a couple more matches there. Uh, we got Roman Reigns, the champion, taking on Goldberg. We talked a lot about that last week. Goldberg, of course, two matches left on his contract. Will he have anything left in the tank for Roman? I got it right here, wrote down in my notes. This is a, a, a eye-rolling match as who cares anymore. As uh, it's just I, It doesn't bring any attention to me with Goldberg as his days are far, far over, in my opinion, especially when it comes to putting him in the ring with the greatest right now doing it in Roman Reigns. So we'll see how that thing shakes out. Last but not least, the main event there at the Elimination Chamber. It's going to be the men's elimination, of course. Austin Theory, AJ Styles, the champion Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, and Matt Riddle all involved. The winner coming out champ. So I know Brock Lesnar was just on Pat McAfee this week. If you guys didn't see that, that's some greatness. Go back, check that out. I actually laughed pretty hard, showing a different side of himself, folks. And I think... What we're going to have is a Brock Lesnar champion versus a Roman Reigns champion lining up for WrestleMania there in Texas. We'll definitely keep a closer look at that. And, of course, the other big news out of of WWE is Stone Cold himself. That's right, folks. The big topic as uh, Kevin Owens going there on Raw this past Monday in my home state, Indiana, and just thrashing Dallas, Texas, where the WrestleMania will be at. And uh, it leads everyone to believe that he's going to continue with these antics and then it's going to piss off the rattlesnake and Stone Cold maybe making a return for a once-in-a-lifetime, one-time match in his home state. Folks, we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears on that story and we'll keep you up to date with all the good news right here on the E's and B's. Hey, let's talk about some more wrestling. How about Impact? We haven't talked about that in a while. That's right. Big show to going down Saturday. No surrender. Some big names on the card. Champion Moose taking on Morrisley for the Impact belt. We also got Mickey James taking on Tasha Stills for the women's knockout. We also have Team ROH or Team Honor, however you look at it, taking on Team Impact. The Good Brothers will be finally locking horns with G.O.D., this feud, of course, we talked about this months, months ago here on the E's and B's. Uh, these guys battling back and forth on Twitter. Now, finally, G.O.D. has come to the States, and they will be locking horns for the Impact Tag Belts tomorrow night. Jay White taking on Eric Young. Matt Cordona in a mixed gender match. And this time, it's not a tag match, folks. No, it's Matt Cardona, the digital media champion, taking on Jordan Grace. Yuck! Folks, I'm not a fan of that, but we'll see what happens and how it shakes out. I know 
Matt Cardona is on top of the world right now. Your NWA champion as he knocked off Trevor Murdoch last week. And boy, oh boy, the train keeps rolling for him. We'll see if there's anything special that comes out of that. I'm just not very uh, enthused with the inner stuff, as you know, here on the E's and B's. And last but not least, Jonah there. The former NXT star will be taking on Black Taurus. Those are your Impact No Surrender matches going down tomorrow night, along with, don't forget, WWE's Elimination Chamber. Last thing I got to talk about before we get to the toast and bring Lauren in here, let's talk about what happened there on Wednesday night. Valentine's Day, I'm left without a Valentine, and it's very poetic that I get to ask you the question, Max. Piper had his... Now I have mine. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, will you be my Valentine? And I know Max is backstage right now pissing his pants because nobody wants to be in a dog collar match. There you have it. CM Punk calling out MJF, and we are going to get our second dog collar match in AEW history going down March 6th at Revolution, and what a promo that was there on Wednesday night. If you didn't see Dynamite, go back, check it out for yourself. Pretty good episode. Of course, starting off with a banger of a promo with CM Punk sitting crisscross applesauce in the ring and boy oh boy do i gotta say i'm pretty pumped i think this one's gonna outdo the first dog collar match that we've seen there at aew between cody and the late great brody lee uh i'm not too sure if it's too soon for another one but we'll wait and see how this one shakes i think it's gonna be a little bit more active versus what we saw because those guys were a little bit size difference between Cody and Brody so I don't know we'll keep our eyes on that I can't wait we got just two weeks to talk about it before revolution comes about there in Orlando we'll definitely talk about that fight card that Friday before how about the other big news there in AEW folks the one that shook the world going earlier this week on Twitter when Tony Khan announcing that Cody and Brandy Rhodes no longer work for AEW. Let me tell you, it shook everybody. Dave Agreca there bust open. I think he still can't believe it. And uh, I, I myself was very shocked uh, of that news, learning very early that morning. And I got to say, it's interesting as the week has went on and all the topic has been how Cody's already been in talks or had been in talks with WWE that reflects back to what we talked about just a couple weeks ago when we thought he could possibly show up at the Rumble. Well, it wasn't too far-fetched, and uh, we'll have to wait and see for sure, but I think he will be back on the other brand very, very soon. The rumor is he will be there. No brandy, though, so we'll have to wait and see. It'll be interesting if he does show up on the, on the other brand in the same year, two different brands. A big name like him, uh, will he get booed at WWE as well? We'll have to wait and see. Other big news there on Wednesday night, the two Adams coming face-to-face and putting together a very, very interesting promo as Adam Cole 
and the champion, Hangman Adam Page, looking like they're going to lock horns, possibly at Revolution. Of course, Adam Cole's cronies, Fish and O'Reilly jumping Hangman after their little one-on-one meeting to end out the little segment. Uh, Definitely, definitely um, one match I wouldn't mind seeing because I think Hangman can go with anyone, but the topic has always been Adam Cole's size versus everyone else. So we'll see how that match lines up here in the future. The match that I was interested in there Wednesday night was, of course, one of my favorite fractions there at AEW, the Inner Circle coming to head as uh, Jericho and Jake Hager taking on Pride and Powerful. And just before the match started, the music hit. Here's what it was. That's right, the other Eddie making his return, Eddie Kingston. Of course, we knew he was going to show up at some point to back his boys, Pride and Powerful. And what a time, none other than when they're at their best, going up against their own fraction. Uh, Going into that match, I called it. I knew Eddie Kingston was going to return. And in the end, it was going to be Kingston and Jericho. And of course, that's how it shook down. Uh, Pride and Powerful did get the win. In a very, very sloppy finish um, with a clothesline. I, it was awful. I, I couldn't stand it. And then, of course, the bigger part, I think Jericho was more focused on trying to get after and at Eddie Kingston as they had to be separated. Uh, I knew this was uh, going to come once Eddie came back from injury. We'll definitely be talking more about this as I see this matchup definitely being booked at Revolution. Last but not least there on Wednesday night was the main event, and it was a banger as we had the TNT Championship belt on the line. Sammy Guevara taking on Darby Allen, and we knew from the get-go they were going to be putting their bodies on the line, and boy, oh boy, did they ever. Go back, check out those highlights. I'm telling you, I'm not sure who's more daring, Sammy or Darby, but uh, there was a lot of interference in the end. Of course, we know the storyline with Darby and the AHFO of course, Andrade saying he wants him on his team. Well, eventually it came to head. Andrade's people coming out, interfering. Andrade hitting Darby with the tablet. Or hitting him with his finisher. Getting the 1-2-3, retaining the title. But then in the end, Andrade was not done as he knocked out Sammy as well and stole the two TNT belts, leaving the show as it goes off air. Definitely lining up what seems to be Sammy's next competitor in an Andrade. We'll definitely, definitely be keeping a closer look at that one as Sammy being one of our favorites. But that's how things shook down there on Wednesday. Things heating up for Revolution as we're two weeks away from their next pay-per-view. We'll definitely keep an eye on all the wrestling. And folks, make sure if you're right here in local and you want to see some of the best wrestling in Colorado, make sure you guys check out Rocky Mountain Pro. Hey, New booker in town. That's right. Bob Evans. New booker for Rocky Mountain Pro. So make sure you guys go check them out. And if you can't check them out here locally, they are the best wrestling on Twitch each and every day going back through the archives and live tapings every Tuesday at the Summit. Rocky Mountain Pro, folks. Check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B sent you. 
Well, with that, folks, that's going to wrap up Scrambled. Stay tuned. I'm going to get her in here. We're going to check those stats. We're going to rip your city. The Toast and LB coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast, baby. favorite part of the show get out your jam your jelly your cinnamon your sugar your butter it's time to spread it it's the toast i'd like to welcome in the glue that holds this thing together my valentine from this past week the lovely the beautiful miss lb Thanks again for joining us, Lauren, on this beautiful Friday. Anytime. Of course, you know, a little snow this week. Thanks for having me. Come yeah, a little bit. And gone already. Kind of cool. I enjoy that when it snows and then it's kind of almost gone in two days. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, as you know, winding this month of February down, one more Friday left to go before we jump into the fabulous month of March. We got a lot of cool things to talk about here on the toast, but let's jump right into the shout-outs this week. I want to give a very special shout-out to our guest. Thank you so much for coming on. That's Donnie Murphy. Enjoyed having him on. Cannot wait to see how he does it tomorrow there at Showtime Speedway, folks. Go check it out. Low-budget TV. It's the World Finals Outlaw Figure 8 race. $10,000 on the line. That'd be nice. Also, give a big shout-out to Mark and Ben Tony. Good luck tomorrow night, boys. Big shout-out to Matt Smith. We're still thinking about you. Shout-out to, Car- to Carolina Performance and Dino, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media, Robert Smith. Shout-out to Limpy. Shout-out to SRC. Shout-out to Old Man's Garage. Shout-out to No Prep Felon Bob. Shout-out to Scott Taylor Motorsports. Shout-out to No Prep Fam Steve. Shout-out to Rocky Mountain Pro. Shout-out to Yaden, Dustin, Remy D. My boys, Tony, Ty, Neil, Brian, and oh. My peeps at the Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Check out the Green Solution for all of your marijuana needs. What up, team? All right. Uh, don't forget, folks, going down today, be on the lookout, easeandbees.org, or on our YouTube page, the Daytona 500 giveaway starts. There's all kinds of cool stuff. It's going to be your choice. Get a couple items. Who knows? Maybe even some moolah. Make sure to check it out. That's the easeandbees.org or on our YouTube page for the Daytona 500 giveaway. Yay. Promise you don't want to miss it. Also, folks, when you're over there at easeandbees.org, make sure you check out the merch store. There's a little button there on the page. Click on that. It'll lead you to our our Public page where we got all kinds of stuff. $5, $10, $15, $20 and up. Make sure you check out the or the E's and B's merch store there at T Public. Give us some love. Listen to what you think. We're trying to come up with some new ideas going forward for the spring season. Yep. All right. Uh, also, folks, if you want, if you're an athlete, wrestler, race car driver, or just playing someone trying to promote themselves, and you want to be on the E's and B's, get at us at E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. 
leave us a message, give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. All right, with that, Lauren, let's get to this day in sports. 1998. Mm -hmm. In Nagano, Japan, Sandra White scores one goal and assists on two others as the United States take a 3-1 win over Canada to claim the first Olympic gold medal ever awarded in women's hockey history. What year? 98. Oh, the victory not only steals the gold, but completes an embellished 6-0-0 record for the team in 1998 games. Gretchen Yine's goal at 2 minutes and 38 seconds of the second period breaks a scoreless tie. A score from Shelley Looney at 10.57 in the third period puts the Americans ahead 2 to nothing. After the Canadians scramble to pull within a goal at 15.59, White scores with 8 seconds remaining. And that's how they become gold winners in 1998. I wish we had that this year because the... the I was going to say, are they the, gold this the year? The roles are reversed. We got silver. They got gold this year. But uh, that but that's all right. is this day in sports. Sweet. All right. With that, Lauren, let's get to it. How about the Olympic medal update? Lauren, as we know, the Olympics will be wrapping up very, very soon. It's yeah. been a very interesting time, of course, first starting off with no snow, and then now they've really been getting too much snow. The weather's been cold, been nasty, and uh, let's see how they stack up with the top five. Yep, top five this week are number five, China, with 13 total medals, number four, Sweden with 15 total medals. Number three is the U.S. of A. US. With 21 medals total. Number two is Germany with 22 total right there, medals. We're right there on and their heels. And number one as of today is Norway with 29 total medals. Well, there you have it. That's the top five. Winter Olympic medal count going into this weekend. Good luck to all the USA Olympics out there. I hope our Olympians, I hope they Olympians. bring home some more medals this weekend and put us on top. That would be so cool yeah. and a great story. Well, with that, I'm going to turn it over to Lauren to get to Lauren's notes. And, of course, Red Your City. All right, today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. It also happens to be Pluto Day. I guess that could either be the planet or Mickey Mouse's dog, Pluto. Right, <clears throat> right. Um, National Battery Day. Got to have those batteries Get to control the electronics. Battery operated. Everything. Um, drink wine day. I don't mm, think that you needs a day, but it could, yeah. be a, it could be a random Tuesday. Um, and National Caregivers Day. Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, give, give those caregivers some love. Uh, also, big happy birthday to Molly Ringwald, John Travolta, and Dr. Dre. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's getting all the love coming Hell, off an amazing yeah, halftime show and then his birthday just a couple of days later. Yeah, yeah. Woo, what a couple of weeks he's having. Awesome, awesome. Saturday, the 19th of February happens to be National Chocolate Mint Day. I know somebody who would love oh, yes. that. Oh, JB, that's for sure. Yep. Eyelash day. Rub your eyelashes. Pluck those eyelashes. Don't pluck them. <laughs> <laughs> Iwo Jima day and tug of war day. Nice, nice. Uh, Sunday, February 20th happens to be love your pet day. Cherry pie day. Muffin day. Whale day. And happy birthday to Rihanna. Cobain. Nice, nice. Good old Kurt Cobain. Yep. Rest in mm -hmm. power, Kurt Cobain. And the woman who never ages, Miss Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. She One looks the same. Absolutely. Some people yes. even say she looks better now than she yes. did when she Let's was get in to her those. 20s. Red, you're. City. This week's top 10 cities are number 10, Baltimore, Maryland. Maryland. Number Baltimore, 9, Maryland. Boulder, Colorado. Number 8 is Toyota, Tokyo. Toyota, Yoko. Yep. Number 7 is Wilkesboro, North Carolina. North Carolina. Number 6 is North Wilkesboro. North. Yeah, you know. You uh huh. Know. Number 5 is. A newbie. A new one. Welcome to the top five. The top five, yeah. For bonus. For, for, noise. For That's bonus? where my man, last week's guest from. Okay, that makes yes. sense then. Uh, number four, Frankfurt, Germany. Germany. Number three is Solid. Lancaster, Texas. Everything's bigger. Yep. Number two is Fort Collins, Colorado. And back on Colorado. top again. You can number one, Denver, Colorado. This Folks, week. thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like. Share, subscribe, leave a comment, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell, tell someone, someone about the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. We got a good, good show for you next week. Stay tuned. All kinds of cool stuff. Don't forget about the Daytona 500 giveaway. And always follow us at easingbees.org. Until next week, Lauren, you know the drill. Sure do. Make sure you eat. Yeah, And watch the Daytona 500. Peace! Five stars! <laughs>